This is Recode Daily. I'm Peter Kafka, and I am also the host of Recode Media, where I talk to interesting people at the intersection of technology and media. And one of those people is Alex Lieberman. He's the co-founder of Morning Brew. It's a startup media company. It's best known for its newsletter, which condenses business news for a millennialish audience and now supposedly reaches 2 million people in the U.S. And I was interested in talking to Alex because he sounded like the kind of archetype startup founder that we're all fascinated with. He had an idea in college pursued that idea instead of the career he was supposed to go after. And a few years later, he now seems astonishingly successful. And I wanted to know how all of that happened. So here's an excerpt from our conversation. Morning Brew, business media company, founded in 2015 by my co-founder, Austin Reef and myself when we were students in college. The, uh, the marquee product of Morning Brew is our daily newsletter. It goes out six days a week to 2.4 million people. 42% daily unique open rate. So over a million people open it every day. And uh, over the last year and a half, Morning Brew's grown from newsletter company to portfolio of newsletter company to multi-platform media company. And so we started with newsletter, but we've uh, we've grown up a little bit um, and now we do a, a bunch of things. I'm having all these skim flashbacks from when I talked to the folks at the skim who have a sort of similar story, right? They created a, a, a very successful newsletter um, aimed at millennials, sort of explaining the news to them in sort of the language and, and tone that they imagined their, their friend would use if they were explaining the news. You guys are doing something similar with business news. Like you, when I talked with the folks who created the skim, they didn't want to call themselves a newsletter company, even though that was what their business was. Um, and I get why you'd, you'd, you'd want to say you're a, a multi-product company, but your core, <laughs> your core business, like you said, is this very successful newsletter. Um, I know you've totally. told the story a bunch, but you're in college, you're 2015. Why do you decide you want to make a newsletter slash newsletter business? Because it's not a, 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 you know, these things go in and out of style, newsletters, yeah. um, but I don't think people were clamoring for newsletters in 2015, if I remember correctly. I do think you remember correctly. And I think that as you hear the story, you should listen to it through the lens of Alex and Austin, the college students who knew nothing about media, who like we consumed some media, but we didn't know anything about the industry. We were finance people. And so every decision we made- Your you finance, can... your undergrads, right? In Correct. Michigan. Yeah, yeah. So when you say finance yeah. people, like- Drinking <laughs> yeah. and, and looking at stocks. I got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we were we were in the business school undergrad business program at Michigan. You know, I came from a, a finance family. My mom, uh, chief of staff, my dad, my grandpa all worked on Wall Street, and so that was like that was what I was going to do when I grew up because I wanted to be like my family. And then Austin, same thing. Like he he wanted to work in investment banking. Again, uh, a lot of people dream of being investment bankers. That was his dream for a while. And I got into my senior year at Michigan. I had already received my job offer to work in sales and trading after college. Uh, had a shit ton of free time on my hands. And so I started helping students prepare for job interviews. That's like how I filled up some of my time, that and FIFA. And I would help students prepare by doing mock interviews with them. And I would always ask them the question, how do you keep up with the business world? Simple question. It was the question my dad asked me when I was prepping for job interviews. And every student had what felt like the same choreographed answer. You know, I read the Wall Street Journal and I read it because I feel like I have to because it's a prerequisite. My parents put it in my hand, blah, 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 blah. And at some point after hearing like 20 students have the same answer, I was like, this is crazy. These kids are working their asses off to have careers in business, yet they don't have content that story tells the business world in a fun and engaging way. 
that was like the selfless part of the story. The selfish part of the story was I had all this free time. I was going to work in sales and trading after I graduated. And I wanted to force myself to keep up to date with the news. So my brain was actually functioning when I worked full time. And so what I started doing was writing a daily business roundup. It was called Market Corner. It had a bear and a bull fighting in the top left corner. It was just clip art that I ripped off Google. And basically, I was spending three or four hours a day reading all the primary sources, like the Journal, The Economist, Financial Times, CNBC, Reuters, et cetera. And I would condense it into these 50 to 150 word blurbs that read like I was talking now. And at the time, I wasn't like tactical about choosing an email newsletter because it wasn't even an email newsletter. It was a PDF that I was attaching to an email every day. There was no website. You had to message me asking me to add your email address to my listserv. And that that was how things went for the first time. And were you, were you giving it away? Yes. Oh, it was... <laughs> in the beginning, I couldn't beg people enough to sign up for it. But then eventually, there were enough signups for me just writing this PDF that I was like, okay, clearly there's some appetite here because there's infinite friction to sign up for this product. You need to message a guy about signing up for his newsletter and then you get it in the form of a shitty PDF. It's a, it's like, a little confusing because there's plenty of free business news on the internet and there's plenty of good business news on the internet. And the Wall Street Journal is not always a zany, zingy thing, but it's pretty readable. It's meant to be consumed by people who are in a hurry. So the idea that, that, that people who want to make a living in business and want important information but can't can't be bothered to figure out how to get the journal or, or other sources and relying on you for it. It's a little hard for me to, to square. Yeah, I, I think what you learn very quickly, um, or at least what we learn quickly, is people consume way less content or like news content than you would think. Sure. The number of people that use Morning Brew as their primary source for news these days is wild to me. Like I've always thought about it as like, this is kind of your entrance to business news and business education. You read this, then you decide where you want to go deeper. But for most people, they don't decide to go deeper. They just stay with what I would call like the modern version of the left panel of the Wall Street Journal. But it's interesting. I think to your point, the journal to a lot of people is readable. But from what students were telling us, they found it actually incredibly unreadable. Yeah, that would alarm uh, Rupert Murdoch and a bunch of other folks. And and I, and again, I I I I don't mean to piss on your business and your business model in, in the opening few minutes of no, our conversation. And look, Pissed there's away. there's clearly uh, a market for aggregation, and there's a market for relaying facts that other people have in in a, in a way that is more consumable. Right? Those many versions of that that business have existed for a very yep. long time. I'm always just struck when you, you would think that the idea of a vertical, like, and even the skim, right? Let's that's general news, right? You're you, you're not really keeping up on what's going on with Kosovo and, and Israel, but you want, want to be able to nod, you know, at the, at the next dinner. Um, but if it's your job, if if, if in theory you 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 follow business because you want to be in business, you'd think you'd want to go for the hard stuff right away. So I I agree and I disagree. I agree that like you work in business, you work in finance, you would assume that someone would want to go as deep as as anyone to be better informed for their career. But I think at least what I learned was Morning Brew is very much just like, it is the mile wide inch deep dive into business. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, like when I was a trader at Morgan Stanley trading agency mortgages, I wasn't reading the Wall Street Journal to do my job either. I was reading, I was literally reading like messages from other agency traders yep. and lenders like Quicken Loans on their reports. And so I think there's almost like when you're a specialist in the industry, you bypass any like 
typical mainstream content. You're going for like the niche of the niche, which most people have never even heard of titles of that. And so I think Morning Brew kind of fits into this category of not actually informing you to do your specific job better, informing you so you can have smarter conversations and not look like a schmuck when you're having a conversation with people. That was my conversation with Morning Brew co-founder Alex Lieberman. You can go listen to the full conversation with Alex in the Recode Media feed. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.